Hi, welcome to a brand new episode of Pitch A Podcast, a show where I, Tomahawk, and I, Stu, come up with various silly ideas for podcasts, and then we improvise a scene of each one. And joining us today, we have a very special guest. It is Nathan Comstock. Nathan, tell the people where you're from. Hi. Uh, well, I'm uh, I'm from Indiana. I live in Boston. I also live on the internet. Um, I make a show called Solutions to Problems, uh, which is a uh, scripted comedy podcast uh, about an advice show um, on a space station, a human and an alien answering all your relationship questions, like my boyfriend got duplicated in a transporter accident, that sort of thing. Gotcha. You can check us out on the internet. I love that so much. That sounds like such a fun idea for a show. It does. (laughs) It sounds like the kind of random thing that we'd come up with here, but you guys are doing it for real and it's scripted and it's probably definitely better than anything we've done. So please go check that out. Thank you for joining us, Nathan. Stu, are you ready for the first pitch of the day? Absolutely. Nathan, are you ready for the first pitch of the day? I am so ready. Who's doing it? I'm doing it, Stu. It's me. I'm going to do the first pitch of the day. You never do the first pitch. This is insane. I can't imagine. This is going to be crazy. Get ready. Amazing. I love it. I love the energy. Power, power, power. I've been thinking. Power, power. Who is my favorite actor? I've been thinking about this a lot recently. (laughs) It's Jared Leto, obviously. Mm -hmm. Dr. Michael Morbius. Who's better than Jared Leto, though? I, I have an, I have someone who's better than Jared, and it is the king himself, Mr. Sex. It is Steve Buscemi. Mm. So mm-hmm. I think we should have a Steve Buscemi fan podcast. So, uh, Stu, why don't you take it away? Oh, no. <laughs> and then you can introduce uh, Nathan and I as uh, whatever you like. Proceed. <laughs> Let's get a sample. All right. <laughs> Hey everybody, and welcome back to the podcast, All About Bushimi, where it is all about Bushimi. I have two very special guests. Guest number one is Dr. Michael Morbius. Say hi. Hi. Wait. I am Dr. Michael Morbius, expert on Steve Bushimi. Amazing. I'm so happy to have you here. So happy. Did you get um, your doctorate in Steve Bushimi? <laughs> I tried to get my doctorate in Steve Buscemi, but they told me that was not allowed. So I created a major in uh, blood instead. All right. Blood shimmy. <laughs> you, you know what they say? Buscemi-ness is close to bloodliness. That's right. They yeah. sure do say that. That's what my grandmother always used to say. Indeed, indeed. Before and- I devoured her. <laughs> And then I have our second guest here, uh, Mr. Jared Fogel. Say hi. Hi, it's me, Dr. Jared Fogel. I have my doctorate in Steve Buscemi. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wait, where did you get that? I got it in prison through some online classes. We don't need to talk about it. (laughs) We don't need to talk about why I'm here. Oh, but Uh, we will, because we're here to talk about you too. You two are, are are our guests on the show. And so we're going to talk about you guys and everything you've been through and how your love of Bushimi led you down the life you're in now. Great. Michael Morbius, why don't you go first? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I've always admired many things about Steve Bushimi. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. His 
a steep, pale complexion, foremost yes, among them. Mm -hmm. So, I began trying various skincare routines so that I might have that Buscemi sheen to my face and arms and legs <laughs> and torso. Anyway, eventually I discovered that the secret to the real Steve Buscemi appearance is the consumption of blood. That tracks. Mm -hmm. That, that does track. make sense, yeah. Yep, that makes absolute sense. You can't you can't get those piercing eyes without drinking a little blood. Because those eyes look right through you into your soul. It's true. Mm -hmm. You don't know how right you are. Oh, I know how right I am. I am a I'm a very avid Bushimi fan. Yes. Um speaking of avid Bushimi fans, uh Dr. Fogel, how about you tell us about, you know, what you're what you're going through in life. You said you yeah. were in prison recently. I did, uh, yeah. tell us about that. Tell us about that. All right. So, you might be surprised to learn mm -hmm. Steve Bushimi is kind of the reason I Jared Fogel and currently in prison that's kind of what ha happened to me gotcha you see does, i let me ask real quick does this have to do with the subway fiasco it does it okay does. uh so you see i uh i was a big fan of steve buscemi i've been mm -hmm. following his filmography the entire time mm -hmm. uh now one of his greatest works is all his appearances on the show 30 rock Right? I don't think anybody yes. here can deny that. That's an amazing show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, what inspired me was the scene from 30 Rock mm -hmm. where he says, how do you do, fellow kids? That inspired me, mm -hmm. Jared Fogle, mm -hmm. Subway spokesperson, to go talk to some kids. And let's just say it all went downhill from there. I can imagine. I can imagine. You know... <sighs> Some like when you talk about the greatest actors, I feel like giving Chris Rock two shows back to back like that wasn't really fair. I feel like they should have given Steve Buscemi a show instead Absolutely, of yeah. giving Chris Rock two. Because between everybody hits, hates Chris and Cody <laughs> Rock, that's just way too many. Will Smith's the star of Everybody Hits Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, that's my fault. I didn't realize I said hits. Um. <laughs> there actually was a Steve Buscemi show. Only the most diehard and oh. dedicated Buscemi fans have seen the pilot, which never aired. By to track means. it down, you must go to the darkest places of the world. Mm -hmm. It's the and dark you must web. be willing to sacrifice everything. So what did you do on your trip to New Jersey? Well, <laughs> it started out well enough. But the man who held the sacred Buscemi tape would not give it up easily. I had to face him in single combat. What was this man's name? His name. His name. It, it his is, name. His name is name? His name was Jared Fogel. Oh man, I just remembered. Oh. <laughs> hey man! Hey bud! 
Yes, you and I, we faced each other in combat, and I claimed the sacred Buscemi tapes from you. Okay, um... What a turn of events this is. Okay, I did... I think some there's been some miscommunication. Here's the story from my perspective. <laughs> I, uh, because of uh, some things that happened in my life, I needed to hire some lawyers. They were very expensive. Uh, not great. Mm-hmm. They later mm-hmm. went on to uh, help out with the Amber Heard trial. They were on ah. her side. Yeah. Uh, just to get put you in mind of where they rank sort of lawyer wise mm-hmm. but uh that involved me selling all of my possessions also i needed to make room for my child porn that's what i, I needed to make room for in my place uh, we're at, we're at, nobody uh, else we're at to mute that in post <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I i was selling all my belongings to try and afford the lawyers for this trial and mm-hmm. uh, I put up this uh, Steve Buscemi pilot on Craigslist and he came over, Dr. Michael mm-hmm. Morbius came to my place mm-hmm. to buy uh, this this tape, it was on VHS and he said, hey tell you what, if I beat you in a thumb war half price, and I went beat me? Jared Fogle? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you understand I beat it all the time. And then he beat me in the thumb war. So there was combat, but it's not like combat, combat. Mm, like I there's see. a reason we're both here. But yeah, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry, man. I did not recognize you. It's okay. I, you know, I was wearing that big hood and yeah. like cast my whole face mm-hmm. in shadow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think, I think the thing that messed me up was when you first introduced yourself to me, you said, I am Venom, and then he went, ah, and then he went, no, I'm just kidding, I'm Dr. Michael Morbius, and he kind of said it real fast, and I didn't understand you. You've been kind of filed in my brain as Venom. Mm-hmm. That makes yes, sense, Venom but... hates Steve Buscemi. And that's why we hate him. Yeah. Boo! 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 Wow, what a great show. What a show. <laughs> what a great show. What a great I love show. that show. That Amazing. Went on, that went on for a million years. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about cutting it off, but I was like, you know, I haven't, I have, I, like, I should let one of you guys cut it off the first one because, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure. a guest here. Hey, no worries, no, my no, guy. You're fine. Uh, by all means, if you think it's floundering, cut it. Yeah, because we might not know because <laughs> we put out a lot of garbage already. That is true, hundred <laughs> percent. All right. Uh, so, Stu, hello. Do you have a pitch for us today? I actually do for once. Um, it's a very good. It's a very good pitch about a show I have not seen. Um, Classic. This is a pitch. It, it is uh, it is called the Time Traveler's Husbands, and it's a podcast about husbands of why of people who can not necessarily wives, but it could be either. You know, uh, who time travel. But we don't. We don't. We're not time travelers ourselves, but our but our significant others are. Mm-hmm. I All see. Right. I see. Uh, and so Nathan, I'm going to hand the reins off to you on that one, buddy. All right. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome to a brand new episode of The Time Traveler's Husbands. We have two great guests for you today uh, who are going to tell you about their experiences with their time traveling significant others. Mm -hmm. So our first guest today is uh, 
Well, you may not know that this person actually has a husband because he's very private about that mm. part of his personal life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but the first person we're going to be talking to is going to be uh, the doctor. Doctor Who's husband. Oh! Matt. Matt Who. Hi, it's me. Dr. Matt Hull. Matt Who. That's me. Oh, so you're also a doctor. That must yes, get confusing. Yes. I mean, you know, I don't know if it's super confusing. You know, doctors can marry each other. You made on the job. Yeah. I, I suppose. I just it would just be confusing if you were like in the same space time mm -hmm. continuum. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Which, uh, anyway, I should introduce our other guest. So uh, this uh, man has definitely had a lot to put up with. Uh, throughout, you know, space and time and mm -hmm. all of that. Uh, the next guest we're going to talk to is going to be H.G. Wells' husband. Secret husband. Don't talk about the cat. <laughs> I'm thinking of H.G. Lovecraft. You're H. Lovecraft. Common yeah. misconception. Uh, you're actually thinking of H.P. Lovecraft. Um, but also, you're kind of close because we also did name the cat the same thing. Okay. So, <laughs> um... But yes, uh, we, we got, so what happened was with that, and I'm just going to start off with my first time travel story, um, right from that, like your little segue you did there. Mm -hmm. Um, so the reason that HP Lovecraft lost his cat is because we actually went back in time and stole it and then we brought it back with us. So when HP Lovecraft lost his cat, uh, it didn't actually get lost. It traveled through time and it's now here with us in 2022. Oh, okay. okay. So you're living in 2022 now. Really? This is 2022. This is, this is 2022. That's crazy. Okay. At least I think it's hard. To, it's hard to tell when you try and travel a lot with your with your husband. Um, Wait, were you born in 2022 or were you born back like in the 1840s? I was actually born in the far off future of 2023. Oh, so you're gonna be born next year? Yes. Are you I'll gonna go? go? Um, to see myself? Yeah. No, it'd be a little weird. Um, I'm probably going to wait until I'm at least 18, and then then I'm going to see myself. Then, then it won't be too weird. Because what if? Well, because what if we fall in love? Okay, that's yeah. where I thought this was going. Yeah, I mean that Look. seems definitely more likely that you'd fall in love with an 18 year old than a than a baby. But I'd uh, hope so. I, I yeah. would hope that someone wouldn't fall in love with somebody under the age of 18. That'd be weird. How old are you right now? That's a great question. When it comes to time traveling, you kind of lose sense of your own time, you know? Like, who's to say how old, how old I, I really mean, technically, am? if you're born in 2023, then you're negative one years old. I am. Like, as of right now, yes, I am. But if I go a thousand years in the future, then I'm a 999 years old, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, yeah. All right, Matt, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about how you and your husband met? Okay, so, crazy story. Mm -hmm. Absolutely insane. So... Uh, you guys have heard of the TARDIS, right? Right. Yes. Bigger yeah, on the was, inside. Mm -hmm. That was my nickname in middle school. I I feel like that's part of your nickname. I don't think that's the whole nickname, is it? That, that was it. <laughs> so, uh, have you have you fellas uh, seen Wizard of Oz? Or I, I'm sorry, I said fellas. Have Have you all seen the Wizard of Oz? Yes. Uh I have seen, uh, I've read The Wizard of Oz. Uh, mm -hmm. The film had not been made yet when I was growing up in the 1930s, so mm -hmm. I missed that one. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Well, 
spoilers, a house lands on a witch. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. The TARDIS landed on my grandma. Oh. Ooh. But she was a witch. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, Interesting. Did you in inherit end. any of her witch powers? You tell me. No. The answer was no. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. I just instinctively, you know, backed yeah, yeah. away. It's fine. <laughs> had some bad experiences with witches. No, tell me about it. Yeah. I've had some good experience with some sandwiches. Mm-hmm. What year uh, had the best... What was the best year for sandwiches, do you think? Hmm. That you've had so far. The best year for sandwiches that I experienced was hmm. probably 1900. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay. Because uh, I went to the World's Fair... Mm-hmm. There was an amazing sandwich that someone had made on a pair of waffles, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was so good that someone went came back in time to bring this sandwich into the future because apparently it had vanished and been lost from time. Mm-hmm. But oh. of course, it was a paradox because the reason it had vanished was that someone had come back in time to bring it into the future. So, as as one does, yes, as and that's does. how I became interested in time travelers, and by extension, then time travelers' spouses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see. Because this amazing sandwich was stolen right out of my hands after I'd only taken two bites of it. You hate mm-hmm. to see it. In the year 1900 at the Chicago World's Fair. You hate to see it. We always like what we can't have, you know? Unfortunately, it's hard to pinpoint a good sandwich for me because after after the war in 2042, sandwiches become outlawed. So <laughs> you're kind of... for So for me personally, as an African-American man, I can't really go back past the 60s to get like a good sandwich at all mm-hmm. so it's really kind of close up to like more recent times like to where we are right now yeah um so i would say probably the best sandwich i ever had was probably in 1986 when i was in miami and i got a very nice cuban sandwich i personally do not like pickles at all but on the cuban sandwich damn near delectable uh, all right. i'm actually from the year 20 million turns out this is what uh, African American people look like in that year. So <laughs> we got whiter. Oh no! <sighs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> the sun goes out not super long after you guys are, you know, born. So uh, a lot of people aren't getting very much sun anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that's what happened. So I gotta say, for me, best year for sandwiches, year 2000, because that's when Jared Vogel started being the spokesperson for Subway. Is is very bold statement to say that Subway has the best sandwiches. Is it? Have you ever had a Subway sandwich? Yeah, I think it's, it's the best sandwich. It's some of the worst sa- food I've ever had. Well, and I've had Arby's. Are you sure you're both from the same timeline? Ooh, we might not be. We might not be. Because in my timeline, Subway is awful. Yeah, my mine too. I'll say that in my timeline, I'd like to have Subway sponsor the show. Mm. So I don't want to say a bunch of negative things about it. Well, you could try getting a sponsorship from the Subway in the timeline where Subway is delicious. Yeah, or a better restaurant chain. Just throwing that out there. Such as Arby's? Mm. I mean, technically, yeah, if you want. Um, You can still, listen, sky's the limit, bud. You don't have to limit yourself to to F-tier restaurants for your, your, uh, you know, your... uh, 
word I'm trying to think of. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, sponsorships. Yeah, yeah you can. Thank you. Sponsorship. <laughs> I was just going to give him the floor to let him think about it, but all right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm very impatient. That's why another reason I got into time travel, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I got tired of waiting around for things to be invented, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the 1900s, and so mm-hmm. I decided to just skip ahead to, to when they, you know, were created. So, um, why don't you tell us about the best date that your uh, husbands have ever taken you on? Oh, oh, okay, okay. Preferably one involving time travel, but if mm-hmm. it doesn't, eh. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I, I'll go first. Go, go ahead. Um, By all means. The thing about time travel is we're kind of always traveling through time when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Like we're going through time right now. Isn't that crazy? So when you think of, also when you think about time, it's kind of happening all at once because of, you know, time travel, wibbly wobbly stuff. You know, my, that's what my husband says. I'm really just an echo chamber for my husband. The date is actually happening right now when you think about it, since everything's happening all at once. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the date is going very well. I'm getting laid right now with my husband. And that's all I really wanted. At this particular moment, that's all I want. I want to end this podcast mm-hmm. and go make love to my husband. Me, Dr. Matt Who. You know, with the way that time travel works with everything happens at the same time, you, you know, when this podcast ends, you can climax at the same time. And it'll be great. Also, I don't know if I said this before. I got my doctorate in Subway Sandwich Artistry. So... I thought you said you got a doctor in super shit. Sorry, my fault. I'm I'm hard of hearing sometimes. No, they only let you do that in prison. Ah, uh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. But that explains the subway thing, because yeah. um, where I'm from, subway is like the only thing to eat in prison. Mm. That's like what they serve. Because apparently, some guy who used to like speak for, he was like the spokesman for subway. He mm. went to prison apparently, yeah. and then he actually became like one of the chefs there um, in prison, and he just started making sandwiches constantly. And so Subway actually repicked up their brand deal with him to Just have him be the spokesperson prisons. from prison. Okay, so yeah. now he, you know, so now every prison in the world has a, a Subway and that's it. Gotcha. Yeah. All do, right. they hire, do they hire prisoners as the Subway sandwich artists? They don't have a choice. Okay. They pay them like five cents an hour. Yeah. yeah it's borderline slavery, but hey, you know, man, they're prisoners. That's what they get. Yeah, it's allowed under the Constitution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you want to tell us about your date? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we actually Mrs. Went Wells, on- Mr. Wells, <laughs> yes, Mr. Mr. Mrs. Wells. Lovecraft, whichever. <laughs> Not unrelated to the date, actually. Whoa. So, so uh, our date was actually uh, multi-stage. We went through different time periods for our date. It was the fir- it was our very first date, and it was when he first told me that he was a time traveler because we went through time. Um, so we actually started, I have to sneeze. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> That's it. The show's over. What a great show. What a great show. I didn't even tell my joke. <laughs> I told you not to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> the ending to my story was going to be worth it, but it's okay. Do you want to All jump right. back in? No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'll just tell you the punchline. <laughs> the punchline was, was going to be me ending the date, stealing HP Lovecraft's cat. Okay. That was, that was going to be the end of the date. Yeah. Yeah, I see, you I see how you got there. Yeah. And now you're like, I'm so glad we skipped it. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> All right, Nathan, do you have a pitch for us today? Yeah, I got a pitch. Awesome. Um, this podcast is going to be called Undercover Covers. 
Uh, and it's going to be a podcast where each of the guests has been going undercover in a cover band uh, of a particular band uh, that they have never heard of or had mm-hmm. any experience with. Gotcha. And they're trying to like, you know, because cover bands, those are like like super fans, you know, of the oh, band. Yeah. yeah. So um, the guests uh, will relate their experiences, uh, you know, trying to cover these songs they've never heard. And uh, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, why don't you uh, you host us, Tomahawk? Okay. I, I just want to say real quick before we start, uh, you start. Um, it's funny that you mentioned cover bands because I think it was All Time Low did a cover of Blinding Lights last week. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Anyway, I just want to throw that out there. That sure. has nothing to do with it. I don't know if that's funny. Th- th- it's that not funny. It I just wanted to say, hey, that's a funny, that's, 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 that's quirky that, you know, I heard a, a cover song like a day ago, <laughs> like a brand new one. But, you know, fuck, fuck y'all. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I love this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We really need to talk about my retirement. Okay, so uh, let's get a sample. Okay. Hey there, it's me, the lead singer of a cover band called Gene. Can can you say that again? You kind of dip down on yeah gene the name of the cover band i'm in is gene 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 it's a it's a queen cover band Mm. um i am the lead singer of this cover band my name is steve bussy shimmy (laughs) joining me today is this guy the guy with long hair look at him look at him go uh, yes. Uh, my name is Ray Buscemi. No relation. Uh, no relation at all. Total coincidence. And uh, I have recently been playing the drums for a uh, Fleetwood Mac cover band called Real Good Snack. Yummy. I don't really understand the name, but they needed a drummer, and I was conveniently available. Uh, I have never heard the music of Fleetwood Mac. Uh, I grew up in a cave, so I've heard very little music. But I have a very good sense of rhythm. You know, I also used to be in a Fleetwood Mac cover band, but it was sponsored by McDonald's. It was Fleetwood Big Mac. (laughs) So it's crazy that you and I, we have that in common. Hmm. Hmm. How, so, how did you find it? Oh, uh, they actually found me, McDonald's. They were like, this is going to be a big promotional thing. We just missed out on what is sure to be like this huge spokesperson. This guy's name was Jared, but we lost him to another company. Uh, so we're looking to try something new. We're going to go for this Fleetwood Big Mac mm-hmm. and see uh, what kind of... Uh, see what kind of uh, marketing campaigns we can come up with that. That's how that came about. But eventually it kind of folded under. And uh, now I'm doing what I'm doing now with Gene. With hey, Gene, yes. What about, what about you, Guy? Who are you? Oh, hey. What you do? Uh, I am uh, Gabe Droll. Uh, I'm the lead singer for the Foe Fighters. Um, we are a Foo Fighters cover band. How you doing? I am doing great. I love Foe Fighters. Is it like a fake fighter? 
Uh, no, actually. Um, so it is actually a slight mispronunciation of the word pho. <laughs> like how you mispronounce the word mispronounce. Oh, yes. <laughs> because the rest of the band is Vietnamese, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, we actually, we are actually a full, like an almost full Vietnamese band. I am obviously not Vietnamese. Got to fold me. But we do, we are a Vietnamese band and we cover Foo Fighters songs. In English? Uh, sometimes. Uh, um, so spending like the last 10 years in Vietnam, you kind of had to do like a lot of shows in Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I get the words mixed up between English and Vietnamese. So awesome. some songs. Can you will- uh, sing us a little Vietnamese song right now? Uh, no. So. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's kind of my, uh, my thing. The, uh, the faux fighters. Beautiful. I love it. The pho fighters. The, the, yeah. Well, like I said, it, it, we mispronounce pho because it kind of gets closer to food. Right. Uh, in, a, yes. in a way. So it, it, it's kind of like a play on words where we sacrifice uh, the actual authenticity of the word for comedic value. I think maybe the reason they called the Fleetwood Mac cover band Real Nice Snack is because we exclusively play at a snack bar. Ah. Oh. I do like snack bars. Those are good. Uh, and sometimes in the snack car of a train. Ooh, mm. that sounds good. Yes, okay. the train is, is going from San Francisco to Chicago, and uh, mm-hmm. we play Fleetwood Mac covers in the uh, dining car every okay. night. Okay. Are the snacks related to like Fleetwood Mac songs? Uh, Is there like any punny names? No. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) What a great show. (laughs) What a great show. I'm normally really good at puns, but I think I'm just like really sleepy and also kind of hot, and my no, brain is was, just not doing really what it wants to. Because he got shut down on two questions. <laughs> I, I think you trying to fake sing in Vietnamese would have been about the most insensitive thing, and that's yeah, a show that has had yes, like multiple two. child porn references. Because my my <laughs> Vietnamese girlfriend definitely listens to our podcast, so that would definitely bring up some questions when this episode comes out. <laughs> Hey guys, it's me, Stu. Uh, this is a little editor's note kind of thing we're going to put in here. Um, the joke you just heard uh, was kind of ba- made on some incorrect information. My girlfriend is not Vietnamese. Um, I knew she wasn't, yet I still said that <laughs> she was. So, oops. <laughs> anyway, back to the show. Oh, I mean, God. you brought it up. How could I not ask? You know, <laughs> it just uh, right before we do plugs, I do want to point out, I tomahawk, mm-hmm. and I swear this, I will never be involved with child porn. I hate children. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them. But he so, loves teenagers. No, those are still children, and I hate you too. <laughs> If you're a teenager listening to the show, just know that I would find it unbearable to talk to you. <laughs> Please support us on Patreon. <laughs> hey, Nathan, thank you so much for coming on our show. We greatly appreciate you, your presence, your wit, and your comedy. Where can the good people of the internet find you? Well, you can find solutions to problems at stppodcast.com. Mm-hmm. I also have a podcast called Electromancy, which is a young adult fantasy podcast. Ooh. Um 
it has funny moments, but it's not exactly a comedy. Uh, you mm-hmm. can find that at electromancypod.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Nathan A. Comstock because I haven't come up with a witty name for myself on Twitter yet. I feel right. that. Come um, up with a witty name for yourself on Twitter right after you come up with some Fleetwood Mac snack puns. <laughs> Just yeah. like, send me a list. I'll put them right here if you send me the list. Okay. <laughs> I will. I will make good on that. Great, cool. Nice. nice. Also, when you said that it's a, a, a show that has funny moments, but not necessarily a comedy show, I feel like that's the perfect description of what this is, the show that we're <laughs> it, doing right no, now. No, it's like the opposite, actually, because like <laughs> we're a comedy show that doesn't have funny moments. Oh, yeah. So. Okay, that makes more sense. You got me there. <sighs> it's a real... That's the H.D. Wells. We're the H.P. Lovecraft. It's all coming together. That also explains a lot about my uh, my pay and lack of retirement fund. All right. Hey, Stu, is there anything that you want to plug? No. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So you can find me on Twitter at uh, StuWoo12 there. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash StuWoo underscore where I play games like Dungeons and Dragons, uh, RPGs, you know, AAA, everything from indie to AAA you can find on there. Um, you also find me at StuWu on YouTube and uh, on Instagram. So if you guys want to come, you know, throw memes at me on Twitter or Instagram, go for it. I love those. I don't. Don't do that to me. Do that to him, not me. Give me the memes and I'll send them to him. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with that. That's the only way I'm going to be comfortable. We we need to get Tomahawk into like the meme culture of the internet because I send Tomahawk memes all the time and he's like, I don't get it. I'm like, oh, I'm getting into meme culture. I just discovered this thing called Rick rolling. That that's pretty fun. Okay. So there's this video um, about a badger. Mm -hmm. All right. Was the Um, badger's name Harambe? Because I've read about it. If that if that's its name. Uh, No. Um, the badger's name is uh, Steve Buscemi. I it knew is. it. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do my plugs now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for checking out this episode of Pitch a Podcast. Uh, please subscribe to this YouTube channel before we do anything else today. I appreciate it. And today only, the day that you're watching this, it's free. That's fun. That's that's nifty. Uh, please support us on Patreon. You can support for as little as $1 a month, and it means the world to us, and it helps us keep the lights on over here. Uh, also, I, Tomahawk, am going to plug some personal things. Uh, for instance, I was a guest on a couple of podcasts recently. I was a guest on a show called The Good Improv Show. It is on YouTube, and there might be a link somewhere on the screen right now if you are watching it on YouTube. And if not, it might very well be in the description of your podcast feed. I was also a guest on uh, Brian K. Scott, who's been a guest on this show, uh, his podcast, Cold Reads, where I, just like this episode, uh, derail the entire podcast and force it to be about Morbius. It's just an hour of me making Morbius jokes. At one point, I establish that Mark Zuckerberg, his wife, is actually Dr. Michael Morbius. Uh, If that is something that is enticing to you, I recommend you go check that out. Alrighty, fellas, we did it. We made it through the plug segment. Let me just say one thing. You can cut this out, but your mic is getting so much worse throughout the episode. I'm what I'm having to do because it Mm -hmm. is going up automatically. I'm trying to hold Mm -hmm. the volume button in place and it's Mm -hmm. fighting me. 
That's like, super weird. Yeah, that's so weird. yeah. You, you need gonna, to restart your computer. It, it that's not going to fix it. I've done this before. You see this? See how it's moving up? Oh, I this, didn't know we could Google things. <laughs> Why did you have to Google Jared Fogle Subway? That feels like cheating to me. <laughs> the reason I Googled was I asked when we, uh, when I was asked the, the, the best sandwich thing, I, was, I needed to figure out the years that he was a Subway spokesperson. <laughs> so I saw 2000, like that was the best year for sandwiches. Yo, he got away with that for 15 years. Oh my God. Uh, he's... I was watching a video about the Jared Fogle like crimes that he was committing and you know, like a little documentary type of thing. I don't think he was doing that the whole 15 years. Okay. Uh, they were actually phasing Fogle out of being the uh, spokesperson, like in being in all of the commercials, they were heading towards the $5 foot long era. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what they were doing was transitioning him into like a sort of outreach type of mm. guy. So they were having him go to schools to teach, like mm. to teach kids about eating healthy. Mm-hmm. And like, that was the idea. And that's a fine idea. If you're not a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I also liked how, uh, Google specified that he's, uh, like in the spouse section of Wikipedia, it shows that um, his his marriage ended in 2015. I'm like, and I, my first thought was, oh no, we got divorced. So I'm like, <laughs> oh wait, that's right. He probably should have gotten divorced. 100%. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, good. No, wait, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we- <laughs> that's how you know my brain is just broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I want this to be clear. I'm sorry, everybody. As I was doing the share screen, this isn't going to be in the video version. You may have noticed I was using Bing. I want to apologize on behalf of everybody on the internet. I recently did a factory reset on my computer, and it, uh, yeah. Homeboy's out here using Microsoft Edge. I was also using Edge for it, I think. I can't believe you. you one of your best friends is an IT technician, and you're going to use Microsoft Edge in its presence? My God. <laughs> I'm going to use Microsoft Edge exclusively from now on, just to spite no. you. <laughs> anyway, uh, Stu, do you have another pitch? No, I only had the one, buddy. Okay. Uh, then I am going to take us out with the last pitch of the day. Is everybody Please ready do. for the last take pitch? Me out. Let's do it. Okay. The last pitch of the day is a podcast mm-hmm. where we interpret each other's dreams. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Nathan, why don't you be the host of the show? Oh, yeah. Take it away. Give us a sample. Oh. You're the host. <laughs> I'm the host? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I just thought... I, your microphone was quiet, and I thought you were asking Stuart to be the host. No, you're okay. Good. I'll be the host. Yeah, yeah. you're the host. <laughs> Take it. Give us a sample. Yo, hey everybody! Welcome to another episode of Dream Talk, the ta, the show where we interpret everybody else's dreams and we envision our own dreams and our own lives and we see the ways that we can make move forward with our lives based on the dreams and the lives of others. 
So wow, I had my eyes closed for a while in the middle of that. I definitely thought that was Stu doing the intro. I thought Crazy. it was Exhibit actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be black. <laughs> I was just trying hey, to be weird. Hey, I don't try to be black either, buddy. It's all right. <laughs> I'm actually actively trying to be black right now. <laughs> so we got, we got some guests. We got some great guests today. We got, uh, we got Milo. Milo, say hello. Hey, it's me. I'm Milo. I'm from the movie Morbius. I'm portrayed by Matt Smith in that movie. And uh, our other guest is uh, Lawrence. What's up, y'all? It's me, Martin Lawrence. How you doing? Exhibit, thank you for having me on the show today. I can't wait to talk about my dreams with you. Yeah, why don't we start with you, Lawrence? Uh, tell me about your dreams. You can call me Martin. It's okay. Um, I had a dream last night. It involved a lot of peanut butter and a carp. What do you got for me? Oh, so I think the peanut butter represents the way that your... Mm-hmm old routines and your old habits are yeah. sticking to you like peanut butter mm-hmm. sticks to the roof of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay? I love that feeling. And the carp, well, Can I take a carp is a fish. I think I got it. And it's a, it's a goldfish, you know? A goldfish yeah. is a carp. I, a goldfish I grows do. into a carp. It's true, they do. Right. So, something like in your Pokemon. life that is very ornamental, mm-hmm. that is very kind of like uh, an aesthetic, an affectation, mm-hmm. is going to to turn into something of substance. If you can <sighs> shake off the routine of your life, that's I mean, what I think. I think I think I know what you mean. I think that means that I have to start work on Bad Boys Five. My personal interpretation of your dream ah! is that. Oh, hey. Hi. <laughs> you good? <laughs> yeah. All right. Hello, it's me, Milo. Uh, so, my personal interpretation of your dream is yes. that you have a longing to stick your dick in peanut butter. <laughs> Just a jar of peanut butter. Now, I think that you're not doing it, and your brain is telling you that you're not quite seizing the day like you should. That's why it's carp, and not the full carpe diem. Is that a Smart, bro. Yeah. Listen so. to this one. All right, now time for your dream, Milo. Hey, guys, you ready to hear about my dream? I'm so excited. We're so dream. ready to hear about your dream, Milo. All right. I had this dream where people of all races could live peacefully in harmony. What does that mean? Yeah, man, I think that means you want to stick your dick in a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> oh, yep, I do. That, that, that's me. I'm projecting. Yeah. No, I've had that one. Did he go off screen so he could stick his dick in a jar of peanut butter? Hey, hey, Stu. Hey. Why'd you leave? The peanut butter. Okay. <laughs> did you not see me take the peanut butter with me? I did, but I still don't know why you were just like, all right, I've used my prop. I'm leaving the show now. <laughs> Yo, so... Uh, we got one more segment on this on this show on Dream Talk, which is where I tell the audience about my dream, Ooh. Oh. and then we have people call in to this podcast, which is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. So, I had this dream. I was walking down a hallway mm-hmm. for like hours, just walking down this hallway, super long hallway. Like, kept thinking I was going to take a calculus test, but I never got there. Okay. 
and I finally get to the math classroom and I open the door and everyone in the room is a talking hot dog. Is it everybody from the movie The Room? Yes. The movie The Room is playing in the math classroom, except all of the actors have been replaced with talking hot dogs. That makes sense. I thought that was just the regular movie. I think this might be a dream that you're having right now. Are we having the same dream? Are we dreamwalking? Are we in like a like an inception situation? I can feel you inside of me. Yeah, that's sorry. I was inspired by the peanut butter. <laughs> what a great show. What a great, what a great show. show. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Next time. <laughs> Have Bye. a good week. Bye. Tomahawk and Stu Picture Podcast. Should I confirm with her that she's not actually a uh, Vietnamese or <laughs> Hold on. It's <laughs> really funny. I'm a caller real quick. <laughs> cool. It's like my first introduction to her. Hello. Hey babe, what's up? Oh nothing. I have uh not much. Um I have a very weird question I need to ask you real quick. Okay. Um you're not Vietnamese, correct? No, I am not Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Um, um, it's a long story, uh, but I just need to confirm that because I because deep deep down in my heart of hearts, I knew you weren't, but uh-huh. I, I I had a brain slip, so now I have to rectify that. So um, I'll I'll text I'll text you in a bit, okay? Okay. <laughs> right, go ahead and tell her what it's about, Stuart. Like, no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll tell. I'll tell. She'll see the episode. So it's fine. It's fine. She can't um, hear me right now, can she? No, she can't hear you. So it sounds like, like you're talking. It sounds like I'm talking to, to myself exactly <laughs> while she's also on speakerphone. Yeah. So that's what that's what's going on. Okay, babe, I'll, I'll text you in a bit. Okay. <laughs> talk to you later. Bye. Tell her I said hi. Bye. Best part is I have that all. You have that on my phone too. <laughs> <laughs>